0: I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. So glad that you're back with me today. So today I wanna talk about what to do during a recession. Now, as a sales professional, selling during a downturn, you're gonna have to navigate some challenges. And I can't predict where the market is going, but you know there's a lot of craziness out there. So let's just assume that we're going to have some challenging times in the next 12 to 18, maybe 24 months. Now, if you have not sold during a full-out major downturn or recession, you might be feeling anxious, nervous, just generally uncertain about the whole environment. And that's okay, right? What you don't want to do is panic and get emotional. Now I know that's easier said than done but you know, yo know, it is your livelihood but I just ask uh, ask you to hear me out for a minute. So if you've listened to my uh, previous solo episode on getting to quota or having a quota that you're not happy with, a few of those ideas will apply to this topic. Now, the risk for you as a seller if we're in a recession, let's say, the risk for you as a seller is to fixate and worry about the reception. For years, I had a home office where I had this uh, big TV in my office, an old Sony Trinitron. So that kind of gives you an idea of how long ago that was. But I would have the TV and I would always have CNBC up running with market information. And with the exception of a few stories that I would pick up that might help me with just conversational selling, overall, that TV and that channel, especially during a downturn or a recession, was a horrible idea because I was constantly noticing how markets were dropping and how markets were fluctuating. And I was starting to form opinions on how things might end up. And it was just all based off the constant chirping or the opinions of these quote, experts. Well, some of these things that they would talk about were totally out of my control and had nothing to do with my sales performance at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, the thing that you know, I, I think that we all need to think about is if there's a downturn, are companies gonna spend less money? You know, overall probably, yeah. But do they still need to spend money to make money if they want to stay in business? Most likely, every company that feels a pinch uh, during the recession is going to look for some level of efficiency. Um, They're going to look to reinvest in in the more core parts of their business. Maybe they look to leverage uh, more automation or tools instead of people. You know, unfortunately for humans, humans are the biggest cost center. So is there a way that you can align your product that will help with these companies' efficiency initiatives, as an example? In every recession there are going to be winning businesses and losing businesses. There are businesses that are just able to take advantage of a downturn. And you, you have to think about your territory plan your account base and how do you pivot your plan to adjust and focus on some of those targets. Now, If you know that a certain set of your accounts or targets are going to retrench or seriously lock down spending, and then you continue to sell to them with kind of the same plan, well, you're going to have a harder time. If you have the opportunity to invest more time in different accounts, that might be a good route. Now, I totally understand that if you have maybe a very refined base of accounts and you only have a few accounts you're going to have to get creative, right? So go back to my episode number two, one of my very first episodes with uh, my guest, Klaus Strand. He talked about um, how he put so much investment and time in building relationships before a recession and how that played out for him when things were tough, right? You need to get those relationships to figure out how you can pivot within those key accounts. If you only have those accounts, and you're going to pivot your strategy within the accounts, so you need those relationships well in advance of that, uh, of that downturn. I want to break in with this quick commercial from me. I am very excited to announce that we have our first multifamily real estate deal for the year. This is a really nice boutique, 88 unit complex in Tempe, Arizona, which is an incredibly strong submarket of the Phoenix area. And we are partnered with my friend Reed and his company at the RSN Group. They're the the ones that found the deal, and they also have another asset uh, very close by this particular property. Uh, Investment spots on this one, they're going to fill up quickly because it is also structured to accept 1031 exchanges. And there's a number of exchanges out there right now looking for a home. So if you're interested, just contact us through hightechfreedom.com, or you could book a call using the link in the show notes. And even if you just want to learn a little bit more about the investing process, let's chat. I'm happy to share and follow up with some educational resources. Now back to the show. Now, on the topic of relationships, a downturn is also a great time to just double down on building some account relationships for some longer term opportunity, right there are some opportunistic sales reps that'll take the approach of hey, talk to me again when you have money right And I understand the perspective, right you have to hit your number, you've got to go generate commissions. but the downturn creates an opportunity for you to fill um, kind of what I call the relationship gap, right So let me give you an example. So over my career, one of probably I'd say this might might be one of my proudest new logo wins. I had this win with a very large company many, many years ago. So I was able to start a relationship with a low, very low level person, but he was very influential in the technical direction of the company. And my main competitor and the incumbent in the account, they were like the 800 pound gorilla in my industry. The account had a general policy at the time, and this is all infrastructure stuff, so in order to stay on top of the rate of change and end-of-life products and just, just general technology obsolescence, they would refresh parts of their infrastructure roughly about 20% a year just so they never fell behind and it wasn't too big of a, of a task. Well, during this particular recession, like a lot of companies, they kind of tightened up and they scrapped that plan of refreshing and then just, they just kind of moved forward with status quo. I wasn't selling them anything at the time, but the 800 pound gorilla that was working with them, guess what? They weren't selling them anything because that customer wasn't refreshing very much infrastructure or technology at the time. And I, I don't know for sure, but I assume that rep was probably not hitting their quota. And i I knew who it was, but I didn't ask her. Now, what I noticed was that competing vendor, that incumbent vendor, they were becoming a little bit complacent at times or they were becoming overly aggressive at other times because they were really trying to force some business and force some revenue. And they were trying to force maybe some license upgrades or just something to generate some bookings. Now, in short, maybe it was a little bit of desperation, but I think the rep started to lose some relationships. And you know it's possible that rep just decided to mail it in for that year because you know, there just wasn't a lot that was gonna happen. And that created a relationship gap that I was able to then go insert myself into and fill, right? A fresh face, fresh ideas, fresh alternatives. It just, I hit them at a time now where they were more receptive than they had ever been before. Now, during a recession, guess how much I sold them that year? Zero. Guess how much I sold them the next year? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was zero. But early that following year, we crushed it and it became my biggest account for a few years. And I, I don't highlight that to brag about myself, but the point that I wanted to make there was, you know, while I was doing all my other selling, this was a little side project that I was starting to nurture over time during real, a real down period in the, uh, in the economy that then ended up really setting me up for future success down the road. So let's recap what lessons that I'd like you to walk away with. Number one, pivot within your account or pivot to the other accounts that are less impacted. A recession does not mean the economy stops operating altogether. Number two, focus on what you can control. Focus on the activities that you can control that'll help produce outcomes later on down the road. And then use this, I guess the downturn is an opportunity to build future funnel or big deals by building new relationships. That's it. Um, I do have a favor to ask uh, of you. Have you shared this podcast with someone? If not, please do me a favor and just share it with one of your fellow sellers. And if you have an idea, maybe on this topic of the recession or some other topic, and you have a lesson that you've learned that you would be willing to share, please reach out to me. You can connect up with me on LinkedIn, send me a DM, and we'll coordinate. We'll bring you on as a guest. Until next week, make this your best week ever.